So it's been a busy week, beginning of the year over at the Statehouse here in Concord, New Hampshire, with a fascinating vote that happened on House Bill 619 uh, regarding uh, gender reassignment surgery for minors. Joined right now by Dexter Tarbox, contributor. I'm AJ Kierstead. Um, it. I wasn't sure this was going to go anywhere. The parental bill of rights bills fell apart last year, but right out the gate, day two of of uh, the House being in session, we see this. This is NewHampshireBulletin.com. Uh, NH House passes bill to ban gender-affirming care for minors, sending bill to the Senate. Um, inaccurate headline. Sorry, Dana. Sorry, Ethan. But no, it's not regarding gender-affirming care. That was other bills that were from last year. This is specifically about reassignment surgery, and I don't even want to try and say the words that are uh, <laughs> that are the different surgeries this is actually related to. Well, you're, it is so grim that you cannot, in fact, necessarily mention all the things as they are called by name that this bill uh, calls into question. Um, but, uh, so, so I don't blame you for not wanting to, to, to read all of these words, um, though the, the, um, viewers can, can plainly see them here. Yeah, I've, I've, I highlighted him if you're watching the video. Uh, it, it's, I, it, I mean, the bill defines, this is from uh, NewHampshireBulletin.com, quote, the bill defines genital uh, gender reassignment surgery to mean any procedure to assist a person with gender transition includes these other surgeries. And, and this was surprisingly a nuanced bill, too, where it specifically says that if you if you are legit, if, you have, if you're intersex, if you have a, an injury, if you're looking to reverse one of these surgeries, all allowed. And a big deal with this also is it does not allow you to go to another. Is it I, maybe it's not this bill or there was another bill that passed where it says you can't even go to another. There's an state. aspect. There's an aspect of one of the bills. And you're right. I'm not sure if it's this one particularly that does limit that. Yeah. So, so if uh, a healthcare provider cannot refer you to an out of state provider that can do this surgery. And and what was another surprising thing, like 12 Democrats joined the Republicans in voting for it and two Republicans voted against it, which isn't surprising. There's a lot of libertarians over there. I'm actually surprised there's not more Republicans that uh, that uh, varied from this. But hey, 12 Democrats. And I want to go to this video here. Um Adam Sexton, WMUR on Twitter. He's a, a politics guy over uh, at WMUR TV, and he's got he posted this video of uh, Representative Jonah Wheeler, who is he's a lefty. I mean, there's no way around. He's a Democrat and uh, from Peterborough, I believe, which is not known for being a hive of uh, conservatism by any stretch of the no. imagination. Uh, but I want to play this clip of him saying he's going to be he voted for this bill. The question before us is whether or not children under the age of 18 should be able to get these surgeries. And I, despite being a liberal who believes in those human rights, do not think that is the case. And when the question is put before me, and I spoke to people until 11.30 last night, lobbyists, different stakeholders, people with first-hand experience, lived experience, and I've been speaking to people for the last four weeks about this bill, the, the only argument against it being that this opens the door, the amendment specifically opens the door to other bad trans bills. But folks, the slippery slope fallacy I don't think applies here. We're talking about whether or not kids should get these surgeries, and they should not. These are irreversible surgeries. Thank you. Thank you, Jonah. 
for offering such realistic looking at this. Like th this has been a big deal with, with Democrats when it comes to any laws, when it comes to the parental rights, anything regarding LGBTQ issues in general is the slippery slope. They're trying to, to say, hey, you were Republicans back when you were trying to do gay marriage. So it's going to be this slippery slope. They're proven right. But we'll, we'll ignore that. Uh, it's, I, I, this is a very narrow, very, in my opinion, well-written bill. No, I absolutely agree. It was. And, uh, there was even a New Hampshire Democrat who today on, on Twitter or X, what you'd like, uh, uh, was making the argument that, uh, and it was in fact similar to the argument that Governor DeWine in Ohio, I believe, had made as well, where I'm a conservative. I am not going to presume to tell any parent how they should raise their child. I, I think that's similar to the ideology that was used by some of the libertarians you referenced as well, where, where we're not going to use government power to impose any regulation on, on what you do with your child. The case that I raised on Twitter when, when, when this individual brought the question up was the case of a mother who microwaved her baby for five minutes uh, about five years ago um, and murdered him. Uh, never, never will we tell parents how to, to raise their children. I think, in fact, there are cases. Remember the, the great Netflix sensation that existed when the Gabriel Fernandez documentary came out about a pair of parents who, who locked their son in a chest and tortured him to death. Never. Are you going to tell parents that their intuitions are wrong? Uh, I, I certainly don't think that is the way to approach this, either from a liberal or a libertarian standpoint. And that seems to be the point that's been taken by a lot of people who are opposed to this bill. Uh, and I think their, their notion there is that, well, this is a winning argument. Parents' rights. It will appeal to everyone. But the fact of the matter is, there are parents who are grossly, gravely, abusive. Um, TikTok, uh, especially in the case of these gender stories, has brought this very much to light. There are a great number of parents who seem very much to be manipulating their children into a lifestyle that they wouldn't otherwise uh, opt themselves into. Um, so to say that I would never question a parent in the upbringing of their child in a case like this seems to me completely absurd the parents could be abusive and in this bill in this bill specifically is just about cutting kids it is not about you could yes. about how you raise your kid it's not about um therapies and things like that which is a whole other can of worms that is much no no more this is smaller than the parental it's, bill of rights that was proposed so earlier smaller. with schools this isn't about gender pronouns or identity this is about surgery yeah. And we and we just the only fight we hear against is it is a this is just indicating that I'm going to make mainstream this hatred of, of this community. No, no, especially with Jonah. That, that guy is he, he's, he's a soft handed Democrat. He really has strong support over in that neck of the woods. And he wouldn't be in this position if he was like this secret, I, I'm going to go against the gays and the transgender community.
Oh, of course not. And again, we're talking in this case about New Hampshire. New Hampshire is one of the more libertarian live and let live states that you could find in the nation. Yeah. Uh, uh, there are going to be no winning arguments in New Hampshire that, that found themselves on the idea that we should restrict adults' individual rights. However much I may even agree with policies uh, along those lines, I don't necessarily think this is ever something that we should embrace too wholeheartedly. But again, here we are talking about the case of surgical procedures on children. Uh, um, Representative Murray, you know, who, who has her own scandals right now, um, released online today a, a long diatribe uh, about what was done today. Uh, and she, one of the particular uh, areas which she brought up that I took umbrage with was her shock that in New Hampshire now we would be, in her words, forcing uh, public institutions like prison to, again, in her words, segregate on or discriminate on gender lines. And I say to her, you must absolutely anchor your argument in absurdity if you do not realize what is wrong with placing, by imprisoning biological males with biological females. Uh, so the people who are taking this argument further in New Hampshire um, than, than really it needs to go, I think are people whose arguments are totally founded in fantasy, uh, like Representative Murray. Yeah. And the, another argument I've also seen was um, that this should stay in uh, Jerry Cannon, Representative Jerry Cannon made this argument in the New Hampshire Bulletin article where it, it's this should be the government should not be involved with this. It's funny how libertarian they suddenly become when it comes to these issues. <laughs> the, it, 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 it should entirely be between the patient and the doctor, very much the abortion argument and how that argument is centered. But the issue with that mm. is current is is brought up also in I can't remember who, who I don't want to pull the article back up. I can't remember who fought against that that fight in the article. Um, it, it was saying that we've, we've kind of gone past that where now we're having issues with like the American Psychological Association, the American Medical Association are straight up saying, no, we're not going to we're not going to basically assist people with deciding to stay in the same gender with their best state, best practices. I could be simplifying this very much. I just want to make that very clear. But it, it, it's we can't necessarily trust. I feel like a lot of the mainstream uh, narrative when it comes to this from these law, ultimately they're lobbying and industry associations that we're trusting to treat people that have obvious identity issues. These are people that have severe psychological issues. They're disproportionately autistic. They're disproportionately depressed, have depression. This is one of our most at-risk communities. And we're relying on these organizations to basically Tell the doctors, hey, do this. It's fine. Look, we have no data, but you should do it. It's okay because morally we think it's the right thing to do. This is, should not be a morally thing. This should be what's best for from science. And the science just does not back it. I keep hearing the science says these things are 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 fine and bringing up, uh, what is it, the, the Dutch study? I can't remember. It's uh, all these different That's studies that almost every one of them have been have been. Yeah either pulled back or had other scientists say that's not necessarily the case. Well, yeah, yeah. In, in Europe, where they had previously embraced this even earlier than we did, they've pulled back now because the science has spoken so clearly against the long-term effect. If you'll remember, I, you and I have talked about um, Matt Walsh and his sort of 
mm-hmm. at times single-minded obsession with this issue. Yeah, which 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 you uh, <laughs> took some more objection to than I did. Uh, um, but but you know, in that case, when he did his documentary, "What Is a Woman," uh, and he spoke to people on this, he he talked to doctors who were encouraging these procedures, and they said things, including, and I I, I quote, you know, indirectly here, but uh, but at least paraphrase that that puberty was akin to music, which could be paused and played oh, at will by by you know, and 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 this according to 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 the woman, a medical doctor, a respected medical doctor who who, who was who was speaking to this, this is entirely safe. This is, of course, false. And we have studies coming out of Europe uh, and even here in America that that definitively prove, that implementing a puberty blocker, especially before the start or at the very onset of puberty, is massively disastrous to the development of the person. And yet we still have people claiming that medical science supports this. These are people who are not living in the world of reality. Yeah, I've always bring this up too. name one other thing that has an impact on development at the time of puberty that does not have long-term consequences to to that individual as they get older and become mature the internet we're studying this more and more recently internet and social media's impact on the development of the adolescent mind which is a completely of course non-medical intervention Except when they decide to encourage receiving a medical intervention through TikTok. <laughs> Minor but again, but 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 these are things that that are being studied and are being studied scientifically and revealing very conclusively time and time again that they are destructive. Again, a non-medical intervention on the adolescent, merely a social intervention by means of the internet, is having massive deleterious effects. How can we presume to say that 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 medical interventions, let alone surgeries, would not have the same or worse effects? It's an absurd proposition. All right. House Bill 619 made it through the New Hampshire House. Now we get to see it go to the Senate where people are going to be up in arms over it, but will most likely pass. And I can't imagine Sununu not signing this when it reaches his desk in the next hopefully six or six to eight months here. So we will let him do one or two more good things. <laughs> He'll get it. When it we need to get this done. Basically, we need to get everything done by the end of this year that is uh, on on the books for this because who knows what's happening next November with with our governorship. But I'm happy we have our reasonably moderate uh, governor Sununu. As much as the Democrats hate his guts, uh, every chance they get. But I don't know. Dexter Tarbox, I'm H.A. Kirsten. This is the New England Take. NewEnglandTake.com. Brand new website. Please be sure to check it out. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, find us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Just search for the New England Take. We'll talk to you soon.